0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1503, Four Steps to Handling Criticism Like a Pro, by Danny Coleman with JillFit.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to ORD, the show that's all about improving your relationships through the narration of articles and blog posts that discuss relationship building in a myriad of ways. I'm your host and your narrator, Greg Audino. Grateful to have you here as always, especially today as I'll be reading from a brand new site, new to ORD anyway. More about it after the post, so let's start the reading now and optimize your life. Four Steps to Handling Criticism Like a Pro by Danny Coleman with jillfit.com I recently had someone very close to me give me some pretty honest feedback. I can't lie, it stung. Receiving criticism or feedback doesn't typically feel good to any of us, I was certainly jammed up after this person gave me some of their raw thoughts about me. When we receive criticism, our brains perceive it as a threat to our self-worth, status, and esteem. When we feel this threat, a surplus of a hormone called cortisol rushes through our bodies. Science can be cool, just stay with me. Cortisol is a stress hormone that gets released under both psychological stress, internet trolls hating on your homemade strudel, and physical stress, like lifting heavy weights. With normal daily stress, like traffic, your coffee spilling all over your car, or getting chased by a bee, our cortisol rises, but returns back to normal levels after about 40 minutes. But, when someone takes shots at our self-esteem, our cortisol stays high for over an hour. Quote, Above all other stresses, the feeling of being personally criticized takes the biggest toll on our bodies and on our ability to think clearly. End quote. That's from Tony Schwartz, author of Be Excellent at Anything. So, naturally, I was emotionally charged up. But after my cortisol came down and my large ego came down with it, I was better able to see the criticism, appreciate the honesty of the other person, and actually use it to get better. So here's how you can do the same. Number one, take some time to take the emotion out of it. My father always says that feedback is a gift meaning you can accept it or not. Just because somebody shares what they think doesn't necessarily make it true, and it doesn't mean we have to do anything with it. When we see it as such, we can take the emotion out of it. When this person gave me feedback, I took a day before coming back to respond. This allowed me to logically say, "Hey, this person loves me and wants the best for me. I trust them, and we've built up a strong enough relationship to even have a conversation like this." So, Take a moment. Let the emotion simmer down. Think about whom the feedback is coming from. And once you no longer feel charged with emotion and cortisol, move on to step two. Number two, look for evidence of truth. All right, fine. I'll tell you what I got so jammed up about. The criticism I received was that I wasn't as driven, proactive, or growth-oriented as I used to be. They were simply concerned that I was growing complacent in life. Byron Katie, Author and spiritual wizard has her followers do the work. The work is an assessment tool to work through your emotional and mental garbage. Check it out. But beware, this is not for the emotionally immature. The first time I did it, I got more angry than mental freedom. Within the work, there is a point called the turnaround, where you find instances where a statement or criticism could potentially be true. When I looked at my situation, it is certainly true that I haven't progressed in my career the way I would have liked to at this point, and I certainly have lazy afternoons where I binge-watch Game of Thrones episodes I've already seen while crushing a way-too-big bag of popcorn. Another insight of truth was how upset I got. If I was told that I had ugly yellow hair or that I sucked at basketball, it wouldn't have fazed me. I know I don't have ugly yellow hair, I have luxurious brown locks, and I know I'm no scrub on the court. When you're emotionally charged up, there's a good chance somebody is tapping into some truth or insecurities of yours. Check yourself. Number three, look for evidence of not truth. Now, look for evidence of not truth. I don't think that's a thing, but you get it. I can find plenty of examples where I was self motivated, got super focused, spent four hours straight at a Starbucks grinding out an ebook or a wellness plan for a client. I spent years being up before 5 a.m. while all my friends were just winding down their college parties. I read a book a week, took risks most of my friends would never, and wrote 10,000 plus words this month. I'm proud of that. So, there is truth in both my laziness and in my drive. Now the ball is in my court, and I'm back in my power. Number four, do I want to change my behavior? Now we're no longer emotional. We could see how the other person is objectively right, and we've seen that a criticism may contain a truth, but is not our whole truth. Now we have to decide if we even want to use that feedback. For me, because it came from somebody I love and trust, and I realized how sensitive I was to the criticism, highlighting my insecurities of being seen as lazy or incompetent, I decided that I wanted to take the criticism into consideration. I went to implement some new things in my life, so, I wrote down a few changes in my notebook, and now I'm making moves to make things happen. But you don't have to. Does the person know what they're talking about? I know a guy who gives relationship advice but doesn't have a relationship. He gives unsolicited life advice, but I wouldn't want his life. Do you have an established relationship with them? Did they only see a small sample size, or do they know you well? Take all of these things into consideration. Criticism will never feel good. Our cortisol will shoot up, and we'll have an emotional reaction. But then we need the maturity and awareness to go through the process. We need to disengage from our emotional brain. We need to see truth and not so much truth. And then we need to decide if we even care. If you like the way you are, then good for you. Don't change. But have the capacity to at least think for yourself. Because in the end, feedback is a gift, my son. No more, no less. You just listened to the post titled, Four Steps to Handling Criticism Like a Pro, by Danny Coleman with jillfit.com. And a big thanks to Danny, who I feel really covered a lot of bases and made some great points today. I also love his direct and uh, easy-to-understand approach towards a topic that can certainly come with its complications. And he's actually the brother of Jill Coleman whose site this was posted on, and who is a new contributor throughout the OLD network. You're going to hear her mostly on Optimal Health Daily and Optimal Startup Daily too, as those are her two areas of expertise, health specifically. But she's got a really well-rounded database of articles that lends itself to all of our shows, so I wanted to make sure that I mentioned her and what she's about, as this is her first time being featured on ORD. Definitely look into her body of work if you like a variety of personal development genres, and we thank both her and her brother Danny for letting us read this great article today. That is going to do it though, everyone. We've reached the end, and I hope you're leaving today with an inspired outlook on criticism. I know I certainly am. Have a wonderful rest of your Saturday if you're listening in real time, and I will hope to see you back here again tomorrow for more. That's where your optimal life awaits.